0: Oh man, every year it's the same. Lent starts tomorrow and I don't know what I'm gonna give up yet. Any ideas?
1: How about spending money? Um. We've done various no spend challenges over the years, and while they're always challenging, they are always so good. Mm-hmm. In our culture, we tend to think that freedom means doing what we want, when we want, however we want, whenever we want, blah, blah, blah. Whatever I want. (laughs) Do what you want. But that's actually a form of slavery to our whims, feelings, and impulses. Mm. The Catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph 1731 says, freedom is the power rooted in reason and will to act or not to act, to do this or that. And so to perform deliberate actions on one's own responsibility.
0: Boom. Wow.
1: It's freedom is that you're free to do what is right and virtuous. That's the place we need to be spending, saving, investing, and giving our money from. But honestly, it's rare for people to get there. It is rare for people to get to that place because they don't do the inner work and become aware of what's going on under the surface. They don't break up with bad habits or behaviors or own money and actually look under the hood to see what's motivating them and where they could grow in relating to their personal finances. Mm. And nothing like a no-spend challenge to pop the hood and see what's actually going on.
0: Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. I'll say this. Um, I, a group of guys... Up at church, we did did this. We did the Exodus Mm ninety years ago, and one of the many things I think this one doesn't get a lot of attention. You hear about the shower, cold showers, and all that, but there's no just like extra spending Mm -hmm. as part of it, right? Basically, a baked-in no spend challenge Mm -hmm. during Lent. There was a guy who wanted to, right? There was a guy who wanted to. We said, (laughs) "Nope, sorry, you can wait till Easter, and then you can make some brisket for us." so this so I I've, I've seen the the benefits of this and certainly and I'll say I am a spender. Oh yeah. On that on on the continuum of save to spend, I'm on the spend side. And if and the, I don't spend out of control. No. We are not in sort of our pro- budget. Exactly. I'm not putting anybody in a bad spot because of my overspending. Mm-hmm. No. But even then it's still good for me from time to time to step back, yep. go. You know what? We're just not going to even do that right now. Because mm-hmm. then maybe there's little times I get a little, get a little itchy about yeah, it. Absolutely, there's something I want, whatever it is. And even a yes, if I have the money to go get it, it's still good for me mm-hmm. to say no to that desire. Right? It's not a bad desire. It's not something. It's not something immoral. I want to go spend money on or whatever. And I have the money budgeted to be able to do that. But it's good for me to say no to those whims, to those fancies, Mm -hmm. those itches that Mm -hmm. I get Mm -hmm. when I want to spend money, even if it's 10 bucks. It can still be good for me and my soul, my self-control, right? Because if I can say no to buying something that's $10, and I'm building up my muscle there of saying no to myself, well, then I can say no when I'm, there's a temptation to, to sin. Right. When there, mm-hmm. when, the, when there's a temptation to pick what I want instead of maybe what's best for the family or what maybe yeah. you want to do on a mm-hmm. date night or something. Sure. So it makes me better at stepping back and allowing others to have their way.
1: Uh, yeah. A no spend challenge. It gives you that break in that breathing room. To let what's under the surface bubble up and become visible. And Mm -hmm. even Jonathan and I, you know, 11 years into marriage and also being intentional with our money, we still do these on occasion because we're not immune to things creeping in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Jonathan is the spender. So, you know, there's been seasons where he chooses to do a no spend challenge. And personally, as a saver, I'm like, oh, okay, good.
0: Lesticate. You mean regular life?
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> there's always something coming through on the budget that I don't know what it means or what I have to ask him, like, what's this from? Or what's that from? Or what's this trip to thrift world? Like, you know, he's, <laughs> he, he spends any money that we have budgeted to that it's allowable for him. He's out there spending it. <laughs> Not a bad way. But then on the flip side, I am more of that saver, mm-hmm. but I have noticed... Um, that, and I think you agree with this. Sometimes we'll get into a season of stress and Mm. I have a lot on my back and it doesn't make sense that sometimes in a season of stress, you'd want to go spend, but our brains want dopamine hits and Mm. control. Um, and so I have noticed that being something for me, you know, I just naturally don't spend, I don't spend, I don't spend, it's not suppressing. It doesn't feel bad to me, but then all of a sudden Sometimes in a season of a lot of stress, if I go to Costco alone,
0: that's, she certainly doesn't come back alone.
1: That tends to be
0: <laughs> my thing. <laughs> I'll come
1: back with a 5 or 600 dollar cart. It's all in the budget, it's but I've, I've
0: mostly I've, things, I've, things right, that we I have get, like, need. 90% things that we need, But
1: I've bottomed out several categories and then usually a day or two later I'll take something in there back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the most recent one was a vacuum that we lost a part to, and now we can't take back. I like the vacuum,
0: <laughs> honestly. I like it. It doesn't so.
1: push well. Oh, Anyway, it gets the job done. And the canister's too small.
0: Canister's a little
1: small. Whatever. It's now a form of reminder to me to not go to Costco alone when I'm emotional. <laughs> <laughs> or some, you know, part of a no-spend challenge for me, and we'll talk about this in a second, would be, I'm not going to Costco in the month of... March or whatever, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm, insert here. mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. I personally, am just not doing that. I'm shopping elsewhere this month. Sure. That's a form of it. So let's break down, John. What is a no spend challenge? Mm -hmm. Kind of just the brass tacks. And then why would someone listening to this actually do it? Sounds like a financial juice cleanse. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds painful and like it hurts. So let's dive into that.
0: A no spend challenge is... It's a time when you don't spend money, but it's a little bit more than that, right? You set a period of time. So know what you're going to do. Is it a day? Is it a week? Is it a month? Is Is it Lent? Is it Lent? That's what we're proposing here. All right. So, and then you you don't, you don't spend, or you don't spend more than is necessary Mm
1: -hmm.
0: during that time. So how you live out, especially doing it over Lent, is a prudential decision on how you want to carry this out. You can kind of craft your own no spend challenge. Yes. Um, It's like, I mean, it's it's like giving up anything else for Lent, Mm -hmm. right? It's going to be different for each person and tailored and maybe the, I don't know, not maybe severity of it, but how intense you go is also up to you.
1: Mm -hmm. And depending on your situation, circumstances, vocation, You always need to take into account the realities in your life Mm -hmm. so that you're not a penance to the loved ones around you.
0: (laughs) A no spend challenge. I wish I would have probably would have been good to have convinced single me to do one. Yeah, right. But that one, I could go way further, way more in. Uh Uh-huh, totally. Then I could now with a family and kids and all that. Yes. I could say, you know what? Sounds like peanut butter and jelly all week. That would be fine.
1: Not gonna fly.
0: Not gonna fly these days. No. No,
1: not gonna fly. All right, so let's dive into why somebody would do it. So mm. <clears throat> I do want you to think of this like, let's compare it to fasting, like fasting sure. from food. Yeah. A really popular term in the last few years um, is intermittent fasting. What was that book we read?
0: Just um, stop eating. No. no. <laughs> uh,
1: um I'm totally just going to I'm going to blank on it.
0: I know what you're talking By about. By
1: Dr. Fung. Yep. Anyway, super popular book on intermittent fasting. Very interesting information that obesity he shares in the Obesity Code. That. The Obesity Code. Yeah, something like that. The really good studies in there. Um we've had seasons where we've done intermittent fasting, you know, from food for very different reasons. Um most of the time for spiritual reasons. Um but Fasting from food actually allows your body health benefits. And you wouldn't think that. And it seems a little counterintuitive, especially nowadays where we eat like what every two hours and we have snacks and we have a, an abundance of food available, but it wasn't always that way. And our bodies actually have health boosting mechanisms, things that they'll tap into when we're fasting from food. Mm-hmm. Um, There can be immune boosting benefits. You can end up discovering maybe bad habits of, oh, when I'm stressed, I want to go eat ice cream (laughs) or whatever. Um, You kind of clear the chaff, if you will. Uh, You get that clarity of mind, your brain, instead of becoming, you think you're going to become all um, sluggish and forgetful, but your brain actually goes into laser-like clarity because it needs you to focus on going and finding another meal. (laughs) Uh, You might shed some excess weight. And then really a huge benefit of just fasting from food is focusing your attention on whom you're fasting for. You know, I'm offering this up for my family. I'm offering this hunger up to Jesus for the sanctification and growth of my own soul and these particular virtues that I wanna grow in, et cetera. You're focusing on why you're doing it and then that's helping you continue to grow. So the same goes with fasting from spending. You might end up discovering bad habits um, underneath your spending, like I'd mentioned earlier with, oh, I'm stressed. I want to go to Costco or, oh, no, the kids are acting up today. I need to go to Target and get a Starbucks and walk around the store. Um, And you discover those and then you get a chance to disrupt them. Mm -hmm. You get to break up with that dopamine cycle, um, you know, of I'm bored. Oh, I need to just get a quick hit. Ching, the debit card or the credit card, like or Amazon cart that is a dopamine hit and your brain can get addicted to that. So we can literally get addicted to spending Um, or maybe revenge spending. Oh, my spouse spent money. So now I get to go spend money. Mm. These are toxic, bad habits that don't serve you or your family. And they get to be recognized when you're in a, a spending fast. You also can lighten the load on your monthly income. You know, so maybe your body would, you know, drop a few excess pounds that you don't need anymore, lightening the load on your monthly income and giving it a little bit of room to breathe. (sighs) Most people haven't done that ever.
0: Mm. Just
1: get, just let take the foot off the gas. Let this thing breathe. Let us spare $500 just kind of bubble up and then get tossed at that next best financial goal for you or, or give it just let this thing breathe a bit. Don't use up every last penny that you are given. Uh, And that can be so beneficial. And then lastly, again, focusing that attention on whom you're fasting for. So I'm not spending because I'm drawing closer to Christ, because I want to be more dependent on him. Um, I'm offering this up for my family, for this special intention, et cetera. So there's so many parallels, whether it's fasting from food or fasting from spending. Um, So there's just a rich amount of reasons why you might want to consider this. And then Lent is a penitential season. Uh, so it just makes sense that this would be a season that you would consider something like it. And the church often encourages us during the season of Lent to increase, if we're able, our tithing and then specifically almsgiving. And we're gonna talk about that in a future podcast.
0: Ooh, a spending fast or a no, a time of no spending Uh, It can also just bring about opportunities. (laughs) Sounds really attractive. It can bring about opportunities for more suffering. Hmm. Because you don't get to (laughs) (laughs) sign me up.
1: (laughs) Hey, the readings, uh, you know, I think it was the readings this week, you know, um, talk about seeing all trials and difficulties as blessings sent for our good. They can
0: be. But it allows you instead of just to slap the fix on, you know, maybe it's ah, oh, the I put a hole in my favorite pair of pants well, instead of just going out and get another one and kind of just being happy about that and get back to your regular routine. well, now you just have to wear your other pants. It's not a big deal, but it is an opportunity to die to your preference and to continue down like and just live your life without maybe some of those nice things that being able to go out and spend a few bucks can afford you. So let's get down to it. Let's do what it. Are, there's a lot of different ways we mentioned earlier about how you can do by spending fast. But let's get into some of the specifics of different, uh, different ways you can approach this.
1: Yeah. And let's just swap back and forth between the ideas. Perfect. Um, I'll kick us off. So is there an area or a category that you aren't going to spend on? So maybe you're, there's always, you've got to pay your bills. Okay. You got to keep a roof over your head. You got to put gas in the car. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe not as much if you decide you're going to minimize just needless driving around or needless errand running um, whenever you feel like it. But some of those things, paying the electric bill, paying the internet, those things are just on, hopefully you have them on auto pay. So for most people, you just have your auto pay bills that are going to happen. And then the rest of your spending is typically either for long term savings. And again, sometimes even those you can set up on auto auto draft or whatever. Um, But then it's going to be those lifestyle expenses and those you get room to play with. So maybe you're going to go simpler in your groceries for the month. Or perhaps you're going to choose to have date nights at home. Mm -hmm. Maybe as a family, your entertainment budget is going to go in half and you're going to choose some fun things that are free or low cost to do together. Um, Yeah, so either minimizing, reducing, or eliminating lifestyle-related categories. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And uh, one category I would not recommend eliminating or reducing that is one that's more discretionary and not on auto pay is giving.
0: Mm, if anything,
1: we're talking about boosting that baby. Yes. We're, we're talking about upping that mm-hmm. and possibly capturing some of those savings from your fast, your spending fast so that you have more to give.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. You can say, you know, we're going to cut restaurants. We're going to cut alcohol. We're going to cut snacks. We're going to whatever it could be. Yep. You can find something and cut it out. Yeah, you can absolutely. also pick certain days to not spend money on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or the opposite pick a day or two that those are the only ones you spend money on right so that this is right this just introduces a little bit of in some ways inconvenience mm-hmm, in your spending so just mm-hmm. you know, a way to offer something up yep you know what i wanted to you know cook chicken tenders tonight Didn't have the chicken. I can't go out to the store and buy them. So I'm going to get creative. I'm going to cook something else tonight.
1: Exactly. Right.
0: So those can be. And also you can end up spending less overall because you're just going to run into less opportunities to throw an extra thing in the cart Mm -hmm. or or you have extra time to think it over and go, you know what? Yeah. I didn't really need the third slinky, did I?
1: (laughs) And the next could be, maybe you're not going to spend at certain places. Mm. So like I had mentioned earlier, I'm not going to Costco in the month of March. And possibly that's going to be my thing. <laughs> just kidding. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh but that would be for me that would be huge. So whatever that is mm-hmm. for you. I know some people struggle with um Amazon. Oh yeah. When they just think of a th- Think of something, they instantly pick up their phone, boop, boop, they boop, add boop, boop, it, boop. they order it, and they move on. And they don't even feel the transaction until mm-hmm. they've all added up in their bank account that month. Um, I know that can be a really serious thing. So if that's you, delete the app off your phone, erase all your payment information off of it on the browser. Literally, take it all out and have it not be a temptation for you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways where you can just nix out. Particular place. And not even if it's like a place you overspend, but it could just be a way to introduce inconvenience in your life or just mm-hmm. something different, right? I'm gonna
1: You're gonna still go to the store and buy groceries, but now it's gonna be Aldi or Costco or or Walmart, and maybe you just don't prefer that.
0: Yeah. Or you're gonna go uh, to, you know, the the local grocery store that's family owned instead of the big chain, even though it's gonna cost mm-hmm. you a little bit more.
1: And they the- have less
0: products, yep. or it's further away,
1: or it's not going to come straight to your door. You mm-hmm. actually have to go out and get the items because it's not going to be shipped to you by Amazon. Yeah, you're adding a layer of friction, mm-hmm. and then you're offering that up. And that and friction uniting yourself
0: is what we're looking for. <laughs> Interesting, but true. <laughs> <laughs> we're so weird. Uh, another way, another way you could do this is have a transaction limit. Mm. We're not going to buy anything over fifty bucks. Or whatever it would be that you mm-hmm. set. So don't set it at like, we're not buying anything over $18,000. Yeah. It's probably all the so
1: time. So then, yeah, you end up needing a dress for a work event. Well, it looks like thrift stores yeah, going to be what that's going to, the budget that that's going to fit. Mm-hmm. Um, Or it's going to just,
0: automatically reduce, you know, the category I look into, which is electronics.
1: Mm-hmm. Only
0: certain things, you know, a lot of them are over that.
1: Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm.
0: you have to just get more creative with this or you're, Oh, I've got another one after your next one. i got a different way to do this.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. Next one would be, um, you know, assuming you've got just your bills paid, right? Then you're maybe going to spend as little as possible on everything else. Mm. And I know that can be hard for some personalities and temperaments. And a word that has gotten a lot of um, hate for good reason and then for some reasons, I think it's a little overblown. The word scarcity mm. and abundance. We've talked about this in other podcast episodes.
0: I feel like the meaning of those words have been.
1: They don't mean maybe they, hijacked. They don't mean the same thing for this, for
0: everybody. As they used to. Yes.
1: And, and so they're a little bit of a. So if I say this, I don't know if everybody's going to hear me correctly, but having some seasons where you choose to have it be as minimal and simple as possible can be good for your soul. It can be so good for our souls. Um, especially if, you know, you're, we're, if you are just a member of the lady and you're not called to take a vow of poverty and to keep things as simple as humanly possible, having a temporary season where we choose that, we choose to take on that simplicity that our Lord lived, um, in his poverty and just keep things really minimal. It's so good for our souls. Mm-hmm. It might not be the permanent way we're called to live. For most of us, it's not. Um, but just a temporary season of getting to live that is so good for us.
0: Yes. And maybe one more word on that is it's, it's a temporary season of simplicity, mm-hmm. not a temporary season of desperation.
1: Oh, or scarcity or whatever not, people we're mean not by that.
0: Gonna, yeah, we're not, it's not torturing ourselves, but it's less than usual.
1: And it's not that there's no money. Mm-hmm. It's choosing simplicity because you want to free as much up to lovingly and generously pour out to others. Yep. Yeah.
0: All right. Here's my extra bonus one. Buy used things mm. as much as possible. So we're going to slash as much as possible buying new stuff.
1: Like Food, our Food we're going to buy new. D- like we need, um, we need a, v- a v- new quilt. Well. We're going to thrift world. Yep. Kid need new shoes. Go to B2B.
0: Yep. Or I'm going to, I need even, oh no, kid just stepped on my computer. I need a new one. Right. Hop on eBay. Don't go to the Apple store. That might just be a good suggestion in general. But particularly if you're cutting out buying new things, one, it will cut the amount of spending that you're doing. But it will also, right, it introduces a little bit of that friction, a little bit of simplicity. It's just a tweak that changes, I think, the way that we look at our material possessions.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, totally. Um, that is a strategy that Tixeras utilize year round. Yep. All right. Next would be um, maybe you're going to, you know, you pay the bills, right? You got to do all that. And then maybe you just withdraw $500 cash. Um, a thousand dollars cash, depending on your family size. Okay, mm-hmm, you're gonna mm-hmm. need to do this appropriately, and that's it. That's just enough for everything else you have to do that month. We're not. I'm not a fan of cash. I don't love cash, so this would be a huge friction point for me personally.
0: Oh, to spend in cash. To
1: spend in cash, <laughs> and just to say, like, I've got this thousand dollars, and this is this is groceries. This is gas. This is like. Anything that I don't, that I can possibly use cash on, I'm using cash on and it would be so difficult, but could be really, really good. There's a lot of benefits there too. And then it's going to make you think about your spending in a whole new way too. Mm. So possibly for the millennials and then the, the Gen Z's like who have essentially been cashless as adults, Mm. this could be really, really helpful.
0: So there's lots of ways, piles of ways to implement a spending fast this Lent. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So we do offer it up for your consideration to include in your Lenten practices this year to incorporate some sort of a spending fast uh, this year. And now, if you choose to do this, and I hope you do, there is a question that you must decide as you start. Are you going to include Sundays or not? Mm -hmm. And this is a question. There's not a right or wrong on any of your Lenten practices. If you include the Sunday or not, right. They're technically not in Lent because it's a celebration of Christ's rising in the resurrection. Mm -hmm. You know, on Sunday, it's a little piece of Easter.
1: Yeah. So did you know that Lent is not actually 40 days? Lent ask,
0: is 40 days, if, but, yes, Lent. One, but if you
1: count the calendar from days, Ash Wednesday you're going to get Easter like is a longer number of days, days. Yes. or, you know, it's going to be different every year, but yes, there's going to be more days in there because mm-hmm. Sundays do not technically count as Lent.
0: Now, if this means you're just going to spend nothing and then just overspend as a reaction on Sunday,
1: <laughs> don't do Maybe it. don't
0: include the Sunday. Uh, so it's up to you. And Or it's just like, hey, it's Sunday, you know, we're going to do this. But I'd say, obviously it's not just like normal, right? If I'm giving up sweets for Lent, I don't eat only sweets on Sunday, mm-hmm. even though I might want to.
1: Yeah. It's up to your personal discernment mm-hmm. on that one. So there you have it.
0: So that. The no so spend challenge. Spending, no spend challenge or spending fast. Maybe it's a way to, right, give up something during Lent. But a lot of us also like to add something in. Mm-hmm. We've got a little something extra that we are doing for our Wallet Win Academy members during Lent.
1: Mm-hmm. We are going to be hosting a private weekly podcast for our Academy members where we are going to lead weekly reflections on money, um, you know, based off of different scripture verses um, places in the catechism that talk about finances or the lives of the saints. So every single week, I believe there's five or six weeks total, uh, we are going to release a new reflection around this and how you can become an intentional good steward, handling your money fully from a Catholic worldview. Uh, and we would like to offer you the chance to enroll in our Wallowing Academy and get start, get started with a 14-day free trial. You can get that over at WalletWin.com slash Lent. Is that correct, Jonathan?
0: That's right. Head on over to WalletWin.com slash Lent and you can hop in with a 14-day trial. If you're already a WalletWin Academy member, this private podcast will just show up in your member library. There's nothing extra you need to do. But if you're not in there yet and you'd like to check this out, head on over to WalletWin.com slash Lent. Start that special trial and join us.
1: Until next time. Bye for now. This podcast is part of the Spokestreet Network. For
0: more great podcasts, visit Spokestreet.com.